COH fam, it's such a blessing to be here with you on this first Sunday of 2022. Um, I am honored and privileged at all that God is doing as we move in this year of big steps. Now, I do ask that uh, even as we go along this journey, I know I'm, I'm in a different kind of position than usually when I'm sharing with you all, but I ask that you would keep me in your prayers as I shared during our New Year's Eve service that this past week, um, I was diagnosed uh, and I tested positive uh, for COVID-19. Um, and so with that, um, that my energy level is just a bit different. And so I'll be preaching a bit differently, um, but I do want to still be able to share a word I believe that God has given for us in this space. I, I do, even as we go into the preaching moment though, um, solicit all of you all to be safe as can be um, to social distance, to wear your mask, um, as well as to get vaccinated. I'm blessed that I was fully vaccinated and had the booster. Um, and so with that, uh, that my symptoms uh, have been uh, minor or mild, uh, but yet even with mild symptoms, um, it still has impacted my level of energy, um, as well as just um, needing to make sure that I'm taking care of myself to the fullest. And so, um, one, please take care of yourselves. We love you. Uh, two, we are praying for everyone who is impacted by COVID, whether you are uh, have been affected yourself or whether you are dealing with loved ones and caring for loved ones, uh, that whatever it is, Community of Hope family, we are praying and believing that we will be able to come back together sometime soon. Uh, but while we are apart, please keep yourself safe and keep those around you safe to God's honor and to God's glory. Look, I, I want to share in scripture with you today uh, from Matthew, the 14th chapter, the 22nd verse, Matthew 14, 22, and it reads as thus, immediately uh, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. Look, let us go to God in a word of prayer as we share on the sermon subject this morning. It's time to walk on water. It's time to walk on water. Let us look to the Lord. God, in Jesus' name, we are grateful and we thank you. We thank you for your hand and your power, your grace and your love. Now, God, speak to me and through me a word that can bless your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. COH fam, I believe that it's time for us uh, to walk on water. It's time to walk on water. As we look at our text today, I'm going to preach a little bit differently because uh, I, I have but just a certain amount of time 
uh, to be able to preach before uh, the preaching and the talking causes my throat to get a little dry and I start to cough a little bit because of the COVID. And so I'm just going to go straight to the points, if y'all don't mind, um, and be able to share what I believe is a word that God has for us in this season. As we look at this text, as we look at the story about Jesus walking on water, one of the first things I believe that this story shows us is that big steps need a prayer context. One, that big steps need a prayer context. What do you mean, Pastor? Here you have a story of which Jesus walked on water. Disciples were, were on this lake and, and Jesus walked out to them and they saw they thought it was a ghost. Jesus said, don't be afraid, it's me. That Peter said, if it's you, let me walk out to you. Jesus said, come on out. And Peter jumped out the boat and walked on water as well. Uh, then began to sink. Jesus lifted them up, blah, blah, blah. But, but, but what I want you to understand is that Jesus doesn't walk on water himself in isolation. It's not like uh, every time Jesus wanted to cross the lake, he just walked on water across the lake. It's not like um, every time uh, Jesus felt like showing off, he just walked on water. It's not like we have uh, 70 st stories in Scripture of Jesus walking on water. But no, but in this story of Jesus walking on water, what we see is that Jesus doesn't just walk on water in isolation, but there's a prayer context to him walking on water. L let me help you. At the end of chapter 13, we see that Jesus was back in his hometown uh, trying to teach and, and preach in the synagogues. And what you saw was that his own people didn't receive him. They was like, isn't this Mary and Joseph's boy? Uh, and don't his sisters and brothers live around here? And, and the Bible says that he did little miracles there because of their lack of faith. So at the end of chapter 13, he's home and nobody's really getting with him. And so he's navigating that. While at the same time, John the Baptist, his cousin, is beheaded by Herod the Tetrarch. So you've got Jesus in his hometown. The folks aren't receiving him. Uh, the little miracles are happening there. And he'd been all over the place doing miracles, but he goes back home and nobody can get with them and little miracles happen while at the same time his cousin his cousin who was um in elizabeth's womb when his mother mary came by with him in her womb and th th that baby that leapt in her womb his cousin john the baptist who baptized him um it, who he went to to get baptized in the jordan the, the, his cousin his cousin who had been out preaching and teaching and and, and had disciples himself his cousin was beheaded uh, by uh, uh, by Herod the Tetrarch, and, and Jesus gets word of this, and the Bible says, and he goes off to a solitary place. That's right. It says he goes off uh, to a solitary place, goes off to a solitary place, but the crowd follows him. The crowd follows him, and he sees the crowd coming, and he has compassion on them and goes to healing and, and, and ministering to the crowd. And while the crowd is there, they're hungry, they're away from places because it's a solitary place, and that's when Jesus does the miracle of the fish and the loaves. And Jesus ends up taking five loaves of bread and two fish, and Jesus ends up feeding 5,000. So here you have Jesus <coughs> who has gone home and his home didn't receive him, has gotten word that his cousin has been beheaded, and he's gone off 
uh, to grieve. He's gone off to a solitary place. Uh, but a crowd comes and, and won't even let him have time by himself. And, 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 and he does a miracle and feeds. He heals folks and, and ministers to folks and then feeds 5,000. Does just incredible stuff. As soon as the miracle of the feeding is over, he puts his disciples in a boat and tells them to go back across the lake. Puts them in a boat, tells them to go back across the lake. He sends the crowd away. And the Bible says, and then he withdraws to the mountainside to pray. He goes to the mountainside to be by himself and pray. Goes to the mountainside to pray. His disciples are in the boat going across the lake. And after Jesus has his time of prayer, that that's when around dawn they see him walking across the water. I don't want you to think that your big steps happen outside of a prayer context. I also don't want you to think that your big steps happen outside of the challenges of your life. Uh, that Jesus made big steps. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger steps than walking on water. Uh, but Jesus walked on water even in the midst of all that was going on around them. Hometown didn't believe in him. Cousin just got killed. And, uh, people pulling on him won't even let him grieve by himself. And yet, in the midst of it all, he still finds the time and knows how important it is for him to get away and to go into prayer. Don't you try to make your big steps without prayer. That's right. Prayer is the foundation to every single one of your big steps. Now, I am not saying that the situations and circumstances in your life have to be perfect for you to be able to make big steps. Because as you see, Jesus had a context that was going on in his life that things were going crazy. I'm talking about even in his hometown, he couldn't halfway do miracles. But yet, uh, and still, and then his cousin gets beheaded by Herod the Tetrarch. But in the midst of it all, he still feels the need to minister to people, but then to get away to pray. And it's in that context that we find Jesus walking in power and walking across the lake, walking on water. Somebody today, you are dealing with the fact that folks are where you are don't believe much in you. You're dealing with the fact that you have grief and loss all around you. All of us are dealing with grief and loss during this pandemic. We've got death all around us, uh, but yet and still, uh, I've come by to tell you, you've got to steal away and find some time to pray. You've got to steal. If Jesus needed to pray, then you know you need to pray. That's right, that's right. That Jesus always found the time when he was going through to go away and pray, to spend some time with God, to get up in God's face to lay before God to get the strength and the empowerment that he needed to be able to do what was next along the journey in this year 2022, in this year of big steps. I believe that God is going to have many of us walking on water, but don't you go walking before you go praying. That's right. Don't you go making big steps uh, before you've gotten down on your knees because your power for big steps is not from you, it's from God. And, and unless you have the prayer foundation for the big steps, uh, then you're going to walk on water and, and you'll end up sinking. But, but when you've taken some time with God to get 
direction, taking some time from God to get uh, the, 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 the empowering of the Holy Spirit, uh, then you can walk on water to God's honor and to God's glory. The first thing you've got to understand is big steps need a prayer context. The second thing you've got to understand is that uh, hanging with big steppers will get you to stepping as well. Hanging with big steppers will get you to stepping as well. One of the things that was interesting to me was that Jesus walks out to the boat. Jesus is walking out. The disciples see. They think it's a ghost and they get scared. They're, they're riding out in this boat in the middle of this lake and they see something coming at them across the water and they are scared to pieces. It's, it's the middle of the night. It's dawn. It's still dark outside. It's, it's, it's right before dawn. They can't halfway. And it's Jesus. Jesus calls to them and says, look, y'all don't be afraid. It's me. Peter says, Jesus, if it's you, then tell me to come to you. And Jesus says one word, come. And Peter starts, jumps out the boat and starts walking on water himself. Sometimes I can tell how far you'll go and what you'll become by who you hang with. That's right, I, I can tell it. That you need to to to, to set around big steppers if you want to make big steps yourself because you resemble the company you keep. That's right. High achievers hang with high achievers and haters hang with haters. That's right. People who are going to do something hang around other people who are doing something and gossips hang with gossips. I want you to know that you have got to make sure that you've got folks in your crew that are about something so that as you see them do what seems to be impossible, then you can understand that you can do the impossible. That as you see them make big steps, then you can have the confidence that you can make big steps. You may have never seen anybody in the world do it before, but because the people in your crew, because you hang with big steppers, it can allow you uh, to believe that you can make big steps yourself. That is what disciples Discipleship is all about. Uh, the discipleship is about the fact uh, that you walk with someone long enough that you see how they do it, and then you see how you can do it. That Jesus said what? That, that I can make y'all fishers of men. Just come and follow me. If you follow me long enough, you're going to become somebody. If you follow me long enough, you're going to be able to make big steps all by yourself. You got to hang with big steppers uh, to be a big stepper. I've come to challenge you in 2022 to expand your circle, to expand your circle. doesn't mean that you've got to get rid of everybody that's around you right now, but if you are the smartest person in your crew, you've got to get a new crew. If you are the most accomplished person in your crew, you've got to get yourself a new crew. That You need to find some folks who are moving at levels that you want to move at. You've got to find a crew that are excelling and that are moving and that are shaking. Now, it may be times that you're moving a bit ahead of them, but there should be times that your crew, that they're moving a bit ahead of you. That If you move with big steppers, then you start to learn how to make 
big steps yourself. Uh, that's why I'm excited, Community of Hope, uh, because I've got a crew of big steppers, that's right, as your pastor, as we seek uh, to move to higher heights in this season, as we seek to move to higher levels of, of community engagement, as we seek to move at higher levels of advancing the kingdom of God, uh, I, I put myself around some big steppers. That's the reason I hang uh, so much with my parents in ministry, Dr. Granger and Dr. Joanne Browning, because they're big steppers. They went to a church that had 17 members and grew it uh, to thousands and thousands, over 12,000 members to God's honor and to God's glory, and not because the numbers were so important. Uh, they said that we're not here to count numbers, but we've got to make our numbers count, and I've watched them transform community. That's why even to this day, I try to talk to them or, or, or deal with them, communicate with them at least once a week. Why? Because uh, if I can watch them make big steps, uh, then I can make big steps. That's why uh, Community of Hope, I hang uh, with my good brother at, at the Meeting Place Church in Columbia, South Carolina, Bishop Eric Freeman. Bishop Eric Freeman and the Meeting Place, they went and, and they bought a, a, a whole shopping center, a whole shopping center, but the way that God uh, hooked them up is they paid a piece of it and had the owners give them the rest. That's right. And they've got a movie theater in there, eight, uh, a, a screen, eight nine screen movie theater. The, 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 the sheriff's department even leases space up in there. But not just that, they've got programming and they've got all this work they're doing. They recently, during the pandemic, bought an FM radio station. They're one of two of the top FM radio stations in Columbia, South Carolina, gospel radio station. To God's honor, to God's glory. You see, if I hang with big steppers, then I can see that I can make big steps. That's why I hang with my good friend over there at Kingdom Fellowship AME Church, Dr. Matthew Whiteley. Right now, they're building a 40 million dollar facility to God's honor and to God's glory. So even as we're looking at what we're going to build, I sit and I often talk to Dr. Whiteley and, and in past and Bishop Freeman about what we need to be doing as we're positioning ourselves. And so even as we're negotiating right now, uh, I, I, I run stuff through and by them. Why? Because big steppers uh, hang with big steppers. And that's why uh, I hang, and that's why I'm grateful for our member, uh, Dr. Assistant Melanie Campbell of the National Coalition on Black Civic Participation and the Black Women's Roundtable because uh, Assistant Melanie Campbell uh, sits and does so much work on voter empowerment and registration. She is an OG in the game. And so uh, all summer long, uh, she's been doing actions uh, down at the Capitol uh, talking about the fact that we need to keep pushing the Biden-Harris administration around making sure that Congress and the Senate are doing what they need to do to be able to protect voting rights in this nation. Uh, 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 she's a big stepper and because I hang with big steppers, it can help me to make big steps. And so uh, all the times you see me getting arrested, I'm either getting arrested with her or with my good sister Tamika Mallory from Until Freedom, uh, another big stepper. And because I hang with big steppers, it allows me to make big steps. That's why I hang with my good brother, Pastor Michael McBride, over there on the West Coast uh, with his organization, Live Free, who is an organization that has lowered the crime rate and the homicide rate uh, in Oakland, California. And we were able to look at their model and other models and be able to shape a model for Prince George's County. And that is how 
how we've been able to shape the hope and action project that we're building out right now that will have folks embedded in community to be able to try to stem the tide of violence, the community of hope, uh, that, that if you want to make big steps, you've got to hang with big steppers. I, I ran some of the folks in my life who are big steppers. My question for you is, who are some of the folks in your life that are big steppers that you need to be able, you need to shout out some folks in the chat and say, I, I, I hang with such and such because they are big stepper and because they make big steps, I can make big steps. And he, Peter was able to become a big stepper. He was able to walk on water. Why? Because Jesus walked on water. Because he hung with a big stepper. He could be a big stepper. But the third thing that I'm up out of here is you've got to understand that pre-existing conditions can cause fear, but they can also cause faith. That's right, pre-existing conditions can cause fear, but they can also cause faith. Here you have Peter, that Peter jumps out the boat, he's walking on water. But the Bible says, then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus, right? So Peter sees Jesus at the distance, starts walking on water, he gets towards Jesus. It says, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. When he saw the wind, now here's what's interesting to me, because if you look, the wind was already there. You don't believe me in verse 24, uh, 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 when it first talked about them out on the water, it said, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. The wind was already there. The wind was there when Peter got out of the boat. It's just that in his moment of faith, he didn't see the wind, he just saw Jesus. Sometimes, when you're making big steps, when you first make the big step, you're so faith-filled that you're not even paying attention to the circumstances around you. You're not paying attention to the conditions around you. You're just so focused on Jesus that it allows you to make steps of faith and walk on water. But uh, when you forget about what your focus is on Jesus. Sometimes you can get focused on the conditions that are around you. And, and Peter, while walking on the water, while doing this incredible, amazing thing, started to realize it was windy out there and the waves were chopping up out there. And he started to sink because he paid attention to the wind. But I've come by to let you know that sometimes pre-existing conditions can cause you to have fear but also pre-existing conditions can cause you to have faith. Somebody, you've jumped out the boat. You've been walking on water, but now you've gotten a little nervous. You're making big steps, but now you're getting a little concerned because you're looking at your conditions around you and you're realizing there's no way in the world you should be doing what you're doing. There's no way with the kind of finances you have that your business should be launching out the way you've been blessed to launch it out. There's no way in the way you grew up that you should be moving in the places and doing the things that you're doing. There's no way that you should be able to accomplish what you've been accomplishing. And so you start to get nervous and you start to get fearful and you start to pull back from the incredible steps that you're making. But let me let you know that while you look at the pre-existing conditions around you that can cause you to have fear, 
I want you to remember the pre-existing condition around you that can cause you to have faith. You, you see, Peter, he looked at the wind and he started to sink, but then he remembered Jesus was out there. That Jesus, or while the winds were there pre-existing, that Jesus was already there as well. And he decided to call out to Jesus. He called out to Jesus uh, to, to help him. He called out to Jesus, Lord, save me. And the Bible says that Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him and lifted him up. You've got to remember that no matter what pre-existing conditions are there that can shake you up, and give you fear that Jesus has been there all the time and that because he's with you, my God, Jesus, that because he walks with you and because he talks with you, that because uh, Jesus is there with you, that you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. I need you to remember uh, that the wind is not the only pre-existing condition. I want you to remember that the waves are not the only pre-existing condition. I want you to remember that your illness is not the only pre-existing condition. I want you to remember uh, that your financial issues are not the only pre-existing condition. I want you to remember uh, that the broken relationships are not the only pre-existing conditions. I want you to remember that your low self-esteem is not the only pre-existing existing condition, but the biggest pre-existing condition there is, is Jesus. That in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. That Jesus has been here for you, and because Jesus is here, because he walks with you, because Jesus is right there with you, then I don't care what uh, uh, seems to give you fear. I need you to walk in faith. Walk in faith knowing that Jesus can grab you by the hand and pick you up. And here's what I love about the story. Uh, the story says that Jesus lifted him up and, and then the story says and when, uh, the, and when they got climbed into the boat. Now I want you to remember uh, that Peter had walked out to Jesus so he was away from the boat. He started to sink. Jesus lifted him up, uh, and, and, and but then it says they're back in the boat. But how did they get back in the boat? What? They had to walk back to the boat. It didn't say that Jesus carried him to the boat. It said Jesus grabbed him by the hand and lifted him up. Uh, but, but, but by the time they walked back to the boat. In other words, Peter had more water walking to do. Somebody today, I want to let you know, it's your season of big steps. It's time to walk on water. Jesus is with you. Jesus will guide you. Jesus will be there beside you. It's time to walk on water. I don't care what you're grappling with. I don't care who's telling you you can't. This is the year of big steps. It's time for you to walk on water. Walk on water in your finances. Walk on water in your marriage. Walk on water in your relationships. Walk on water in your family. Young people, walk on water at your school. It's time for you to make some big steps. It's time to walk on water. Come on, I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray because I believe there's some water walking in your future. 
I want to pray for you because I believe that God has got some work for you to be able to do. God, in Jesus' name, I do thank you. I thank you, God, for your people. I thank you, God, for your love for your people. And I thank you, God, for the work you're doing in their hearts and their lives. Now, God, in Jesus' name, you shared with us as a congregation, as a church family, that this is a year for us to make big steps. And God, the first message of the year, it's just time for them to walk on water. Give us the faith to walk out to you. And we thank you, God. We won't walk by ourselves, but with you by our side, that we can keep on walking. We can keep on stepping. To your honor and to your glory, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Look, if you are there today and you've never accepted Jesus, you can't walk on water. You can't make big steps by yourself. But Jesus is here for you so you can make the biggest step of your life, and that is salvation. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you know you need to give your heart to him today, come on, won't you? Community of hope where everyone has a chance. We don't care who you are, what you've done, or who you did it with. We don't care if you did it last night or woke up doing it this morning. We believe that you're in the right place at the right time to become all that God has called you to be. And we do believe that God's got a blessing with your name slam on it. So if you're not saved and you want to give your heart and your life to Christ, today is your day. Won't you make a decision for him? Uh, you can just uh, click in the link right there and we want to get some information from you. Or uh, you can just type Hope Decision to 474747. Hope Decision to 474747. Uh, today is your day and this is your moment. If you need a church home, we want you to join this church called Community of Hope. Be excited to have you as a member. I want you today join this church. Just type Hope Decision to 474747. Text that to 474747 or click the link so we can get further information from you. Or if you want to rededicate your faith, same Hope Decision. Today is your day. Come on, I want to pray with you. If you're making this decision for Christ, we have a prayer that we pray with you. I want you to repeat this prayer with me. It's my words, but your faith. Say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me <coughs> for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. Thank you, Jesus, that today I'm saved, got a church home, rededicated my faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Look, if that was you, if you prayed that prayer for the first time and you've given your life to Christ, please let us know about it. Please let us know. Uh, click that uh, a link right there in the chat or text Hope Decision to 474747. We want to make sure to get plugged into you. We want to make sure uh, to follow up with you. Look, Community of Hope, we are so grateful to God on this first Sunday of 2022 to be able to share in communion. We're excited about communion.